It is what we're thinking about, and what we're thinking about is evolved communication. Hello, and welcome to the Mile High Church Podcast. This is the place where we connect and converse to explore communication in our relationships, our social world, inner development, and spirituality. Today, we open our hearts and we get real. Well, hey, welcome back, everybody. This is Dr. Barry, and today what we're thinking about is uh, sound healing, sound immersion. I'm excited to have my guest with me today, Reverend Zamira, uh, one of the ministers at Mile High Church, and she works a lot with sound healing uh, with children and also with adults. So welcome, Zamira. Glad that you're here today. And uh, tell me a little bit about how you got involved with singing bowls and uh, vibrational healing. Oh, thank you so much for having me, Dr. Barry. And uh, getting involved with sound healing has been a little bit of a journey. Um, I was first introduced to music and playing the piano at age three and four. And um, as I was a little girl, we would always have fancy Thanksgiving dinners at my grandma's house. And she had this kind of Victorian um, country house, and we would all gather there. And she always used the finest, best china for Thanksgiving dinner and Christmas dinner. And part of her finest china include crystal glasses. And so while we would sit around the table, my dad, I can remember when I was really young, he would fill those crystal glasses with different levels of water. And then he would run his finger around the top of the glass to make a tone. And he would experiment playing songs with those, um, I guess, making the glasses sing and uh, making them tone. And so uh, it's kind of a funny way to get into sound healing, but um, you could skip maybe 30 years into the future. And I went to visit a friend in Mount Shasta. um, And while I was there, I wandered into a crystal bowl shop and pulled one off of the shelf. And the second I began to make the bowl sing, I could feel it like almost like every cell of my body was like vibrating with the sound. And that was the moment like when the light bulb goes on and like it was, I was awake and I was like, what is this thing? You know, I have to know more about it. And I didn't know more about it for quite a while, but they started showing up as I was traveling. I would run into these bowls and, um, you know, growing up as a musician, I just felt drawn to, to the sound. But when I look back, I guess sound healing has kind of found its way into my life in so many different ways throughout the years. I used to chant in a kirtan band, and I was a backup singer. And uh, it just, all those ways kind of came together and converged until I bought my first set of bowls and began to to really fall into that sound. Well, that's great. You know, I love the work that you do with kids, and uh, kids are really enchanted with the bowls, just the way you were when you were a little kid, too. And I think... Uh, you know, when we look at ourselves as being uh, vibrating atoms rather than dense beings, I think it's really good, the work that you do in terms of uh, kind of tuning our vibration with, uh, you know, kind of a higher a higher vibration. And I think that's a lot of what the healing work is. And uh, so when you're working with people that might be going on some kind of a healing journey, uh, what's your process like? What kind of intention do they bring to the work? 
Well, I think that's such a key word that you brought up, Barry, is that word intention. Because as I've studied sound healing over the years, um, there's even a a really well-known sound healer, Jonathan Goldman, and he put together this equation that frequency plus intention equals healing. So as we study in Science of Mind that the way that we, the energy with which we bring to something or the intention that we have behind it is really the power that we give to it to support us in our healing. And so it's really important that we're really mindful of what our intention is when we approach sound healing and immerse in the sound. We just set that intention, allow it to kind of permeate our space, set our focus on it, and then just allow the sound to do the rest. Because sound being vibrational um, is a harmonizing quality. You just have to immerse yourself in it, and it goes where it's needed. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, one of the things uh, I was thinking about was... um, you know, a lot of times I hear people say, well, after I work all day, when I come home, I just want to, I just want to veg out. I just want to sit down and watch some mindless show on television so that I don't have to think. What's the difference between listening, if, if they're going to listen to one of your recordings on Insight Timer of singing bowls and of vibrations, what's the difference going on in their mind and body and heart as, as opposed to watching uh, some mindless TV show? Well, I think that's a really good distinction because when we're watching the mindless TV show, I think our intention is to tune out, is to kind of turn off and to really um, dissociate or separate ourselves from from really thinking at all. And the difference with um, coming to a, a sound healing or a sound immersion where you just allow the sound, it's that you're tuning in. It's that you're really bringing your intention inside yourself and you're setting that intention, but then you're also letting it go. You know how we say in Science of Mind, we plant the seed and then we water it with prayer, but we don't dig it up and check it out. So it's the same like we bring our intention to the sound and we plant that seed of intention and then we allow the sound, we trust the sound to move where it's needed and to um, harmonize, if you will, our body just naturally because our bodies are always seeking that balance that's our natural state you know that equilibrium so sound is very supportive in helping us get to that state yeah and I think uh, you know one of the things that you you work on a lot is um, just the condition of stress that we carry so much stress in our bodies that we're uh, we're not even aware of because we get used to it right we get used to operating at this level and keeping ourselves cranking all the time and we crank at a really high level and I think that uh, when we when we think of ourselves as vibration, it, this is an opportunity to uh, kind of harmonize with something other than the uh, than the hum of uh, busy life around ourselves, and kind of and kind of cut ourselves out of that herd for a bit. Absolutely. It's really a chance to, to allow the, the sound to maybe give our stress to the sound, maybe allow the sound to just naturally. Um, Uh, allow that stress to seep away. And what I love about sound is that it entrains our brains. It really works with those brain waves that puts us naturally into a restful state. And as we know, when the body's in that out of the fight or flight that comes from that constant busyness or that constant stress, then when we go into that restful state, that's naturally rejuvenating. It allows the body to um, move back into balance, move back into equilibrium, which is just the way that it 
it's always seeking that. It's just sometimes stress gets in the way. So this sound just brings our brainwaves into that rest and rejuvenation state. And how do you get uh, how do you get kids going with this? I mean, if parents wanted to get their kids going with this and to do stuff with them, how would they get started? Well, it's really fun. You know, I, I actually brought it to Rainbow Day Camp last week, and we had so much fun in the in, that's the kids camp here at Mile High, and we had so much fun in that camp, in that I I had each of them become a bowl master. So I brought these um, these singing bowls, and each one of them approached the bowl with reverence, and they they got to make the bowl sing. And we talked about how the bowls sing on different notes and that different notes respond to different parts of our body and that we can really balance, like, say, our throat region or our stomach region by certain notes. And so I had them holding those places and just inviting that sound to come and land in that part of their body. So they just received almost like a little messenger, a little a little mail through the air of sound waves. They received received them by holding that part of their body. So we'd put our hands on our throat and we'd, we would make the bowl sing that really responded to that frequency, that sound, that note of the throat, the area of the throat or the stomach or the heart. And uh, they loved it. I think what else, I put a little water inside the bowl and when we made it, when we would make the bowl sing, they could see, they could see the vibration of sound and the, the water would kind of move and dance inside the bowl and they were fascinated to see that sound is vibration. You can actually feel it, you know, you could see it in that way. And so that was a fun way to just get started. But um, I think just tuning in to a simple note, even if you had a small bell, I think the importance is making sure the sound feels good to your child, you know, and and helping them to tune in and see what feels good is really part of that mindfulness that we're helping, we're giving them those tools to, to, uh, to self-regulate, to really uh, moderate their own feelings throughout life. So they're going to tune in, oh, wow, that feels good for me, that's supporting me, or that sound isn't quite feeling feeling so great right now, but that they get to really tune in and, and see what works for them. Yeah. And I think the other thing too is, is for, this is something that parents can do with their kids Absolutely. and, uh, gives us all a chance to slow down and gives us all a chance to tune in. And so if you don't have, uh, if you don't have bowls, like, like, uh, just getting started. Where does where does someone get started? Where do, where do they, where can they listen to uh, sound healing stuff and and uh, get things like in different lengths stuff like that? You yeah. do some of that. Yeah, well, we have on our Mile High Insight Timer, there's um, some of the recordings of the bowls out there. So if you go to the Insight Timer app and um, and search for Mile High, you'll see it in the selections there. Um, and uh, I have a website, Kids Relaxation. You could find things there. But I think the most important, too, you could use your own voice. And, you know, we don't have to be, all of us are sound healers, you know. And I think that's important for parents to consider, too, is that you don't have to to have a you have to be a vocalist you don't have to be a musician but we all have we can make sound and we can breathe and humming actually is a very healthy place to start and everybody can hum 
right? And they, you know, studies have shown that just humming five minutes a day can really boost our immune system. It can get those really wonderful, good, supportive chemicals flowing in our body. And uh, that can be a great place for kids to feel their own vibration, to make friends with their own voice, and for parents too. Because I know, like, um, <laughs> when, I, my kid, when my girls were little, um, sometimes we would take car trips and they would be arguing in the back seat. And I would simply start to um, chant the OM sound, just OM. <laughs> and I would say that again and again. And, and not only did it work as a distraction, because they were like, what is mom doing in the front of the seat? You know, like, what's going on? It would interrupt their argument. But at the same time, it's a very peaceful vibration. And so I would be putting that vibration of peacefulness into the car. And it did work. You know, they would start to feel like, oh. That's a different vibration than the vibration of the arguing that was going on. But yeah, if you want to find some of our things here at Mile High, I'd, I'd suggest starting with our Insight Timer um, app and, and uh, check it out there. Yeah, that's great. You know, we take in uh, so much information from outside uh, that I, one of the things I like about your work is it, it does give us an opportunity to go inside and to uh, kind of get in tune with... Uh, not only what we're thinking about, but what we're feeling and, and to just allow ourselves to relax and to let go of all that outside information that's coming at us all the time. And I think uh, in our homes, it's really good to have, uh, take responsibility for the vibration that's going on in our homes, and uh, especially if we have children. But I think for any of us to just... Uh, to be conscious of the sounds that are going on in our homes, to be conscious of the kind of energy that we have and what kind of intention are we setting for how do I feel when I walk into my home? How do I feel before I go to sleep at night? How do I feel when I get up in the morning? What's the best way for my home to feel? So I like that about your work as well. Thank you. Yeah, I used to talk about um, being your own meteorologist, kind of you set the atmosphere and the tone for your home. So that's what reminds me when I hear you say that. Yeah, just taking that time to connect in whatever way, that is such a vibration um, that's, that, that is naturally balancing, I think, for any of us and especially for kids and parents because, you know, there can just be so much going on. Mm -hmm. um, so it's just great to take even just that, carve out those little times. And if you can do it kind of in a, in a predictable fashion, you know, it helps our brains to really calm down if it happens maybe the same time every day or in the same way every day or in the same space every day. I think that's important because you're really setting that container and our brains are predictable organs. So they, they calm down, they feel secure, and they send that message that we're safe and that we're calm when, when they can figure out um, what's happening, you know, when there's routine. And uh, the routine involves relaxation. Well, I like that. And, and also, uh, you know, a lot of people say they have trouble meditating. You know, my mind is all over the place. I have, I have trouble meditating. But I think this... Uh, with the sound that's going on, you just release yourself to the sound and you don't have to think about anything else. Uh, and I think it gives us an opportunity to give our minds a break, give our minds a rest, and uh, kind of give our vibration a chance to uh, harmonize itself with, with, the sound of, uh, with the sound of a bowl. And I think that um, there's a great gift in that and especially a way to kind of get us back on the horse in terms of meditating 
you know, and just uh, be, because as a regular practice, like you said, and I think sound is a great way to do it because we take in so much, uh, so much text, so many people talking, so many opinions, so many ideas, uh, so many narratives are going through our head to just have let go of that and be able to just tune into a vibration. Uh, I think is a, is a great thing. It's a great gift. And it's also ancient. This has been going on for a long, long time, you know, and uh, I think that's why in ancient times they had bells that would, would chime for different things and for different times and for different ceremonies. But they, but everybody in the village could feel the vibration, right? Everybody resonated to that vibration. Everybody knew what was going on. And I think there's a great... Uh, there's kind of a timeless quality to a sound and to a bell like that that brings us comfort in its uh, in its pre predictability, but also in uh, the way that it resonates through our body. Absolutely, and I think it's it's you touch on a point that sound is universal. You know, it's like that that everything in the universe vibrates um, at at a frequency. Everything is vibration. Everything is energy. And so, when we just give ourselves to the sound, the sound goes where it is needed. It's just a harmonizing quality. And all we have to do is just bring our presence and and surrender really to it. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Well, I like the I like the simplicity of it. I think there's a lot going on when we. Uh, uh, when we do sound healing and we kind of surrender to it. Um, but there's a simplicity to it as well. All I've got to do is just uh, find a comfortable place where I can just relax and let it move through me. And um, so we're going to do a little bit of that now. So uh, <clears throat> I'm going to give you an opportunity to play some of your bowls and uh, also to lead us in a meditation. So uh, appreciate you doing that. If you're if you're uh, if you're up for that, will you do that for us? Absolutely. Thank you so much. I'd yeah. Be delighted. My life is filled with light and ease. I feel deeply at peace. the presence of God's perfect vibration and light in every cell of my body.
I am deeply rooted in compassion. I am deeply rooted in love. Trust in the goodness of all that is. I release all patterns that no longer serve me and I rest in the sanctuary of divine love within me. I transcend old ways of being and open to my most loving, expansive expression in life. I am at peace.
I want to thank you all for tuning in today. Uh, we've had a great time here with Reverend Samira, and we've all had the opportunity to uh, experience this sound healing aspect. And uh, there are places where you can connect with it. You can find them on the Mile High website. But uh, yeah, drop into that healing vibration and take good care of yourself. We'll talk again soon.